20 minutes to 8 o'clock. Welcome back to Radio Islam International. South Africa, as we know, it has been suffering from many environmental issues like water supply, pollution, deforestation, climate change, amongst many other concerns. Many environmental activists have been raising the alarm on these issues. However, there is still a lack of awareness in many communities that could affect change. For more on the lack of environmental awareness knowledge in South Africa, we speak to Ati Jata, an environmental attorney at Vexman Attorneys. Uh, good evening to you, Ati. Thank you very much for joining us on Radio Islam. Good evening. Thank you very much for having me. Ati, across the world we see people who still fail compre- and comprehend the importance of a safe environment. So how does the lack of environmental awareness affect our societies? That's a very good question um, because, you know, environmental problems affect the poor. However, it is the poor and the illiterate who, um, you know, despite suffering the gravest environmental impacts, um, you know, they don't know their environmental rights. So South Africa has, you know, a very extensive environmental framework, environmental legal framework. We have very good environmental laws. Um, you know, that uh, that flow from, from our commitments under international treaties. So, um, you know, we have a good regulatory system. We have uh, a very uh, responsive uh, Department of Environmental Affairs. However, you know, despite this uh, great legal framework um, and the state, you know, uh, being very active in enforcing these laws, um, you know, many of our people still don't know their environmental rights. They don't know that, firstly, they have a right to an environment that is um, safe uh, in terms of the Constitution. And flowing from that right, there has been legislation that's been enacted from, um, you know, the, the, the main, the primary piece of legislation, Environmental Management Act, um, and, you know, our people don't know those laws. So when these development projects happen within close proximity of them, you know, and, they, and their water is then contaminated, our people don't know how to enforce their environmental rights despite suffering the greatest of environmental harms. Hmm. So, Ati, in a South African context, what kind of laws are there in place to protect our environments and its punishment? So, you know, I always think about the environment um, in three uh, forms. The first one being land, um, the next is air, and then water. So with land, we have the National Environmental Management Act uh, that says that, you know, uh, any person who causes, may cause environmental uh, degradation and pollution has this duty to remediate the harm caused. And to the extent that, um, you know, they don't you know, um, undertake these remedial measures, there's uh, very high environmental penalties that would become applicable. Uh, A a good example is um, 
you know, under the National Environmental Management Act, there's this uh, requirement that you can't undertake a listed activity without an environmental authorization. In the event that you do commence with a, a listed activity without uh, an EA or an environmental authorization, uh, that is an offense which can carry uh, an administrative penalty of it's currently five million but uh you know they 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 have been amendments that have been introduced to increase that penalty to 10 million so it's quite a lot um you know that 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 uh the the fines are quite high for the contravention of of environmental laws so that's in land uh then there's the water act uh, which aims to protect our water resources um, and, you know, companies or entities looking to um, undertake, again, listed activities under the National Water Act would need to get a water use license. And in the event that they do not um, get that water use license, again, there are these, you know, p- uh, penalties under under the National Water Act. And then the last one that I'll touch on is just air. So we have the Air Quality Act. Um, Again, there's a a notice that set out, you know, all these activities which result in, you know, significant air emissions, um, you know, such as furnaces, uh, you know, the ESCOM uh, uh, power stations, for instance, would, would, would emit, um, you know, a lot of, uh, of carbon dioxide, and that's all regulated under the Air Quality Act. Again, you know, um, any entity or person looking to undertake those listed activities would need to be the holder of an atmospheric emissions license. Hmm. Ati, regarding laws and its consequences while also bringing it closer to communities, to what extent are environmental requirements enforced by regulators? So, um, as I mentioned earlier, we have a very responsive Department of Environmental Affairs. Hmm. Um, and, you know, the, 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 the legislation empowers the relevant ministers. Um, so th- it would be the Minister of Environmental Affairs uh, or for mining projects, it would be the Department of uh, the, the Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy. It empowers those ministers to appoint EMIs or environmental management inspectors uh, who are, you know, they, they locally as the green scorpions because they then go um, and, and, and they are tasked with enforcing environmental legislation. They are the ones who, you know, if you contravened an, an environmental law, uh, they would issue you with compliance notices um, or directives depending on what you, your contravention is and, and you'd then be brought to task. So we have, you know, a very uh, good enforcement uh, regime in South Africa for environmental laws. Hmm. Uh, finally, before we let you go, Ati, in your opinion, has South Africa been abiding by the United Nations Framework uh, Convention on Climate Change? So, so there was the UNFCCC, um, as you mentioned, and then uh, following that, we were then signatories to the Kyoto Protocol. I think this was in 1997. Then um, recently, we are also signatories to the Paris Agreement. So, you know, flowing from these 
international uh, uh, treaties that South Africa has has concluded. Um, we then enacted domestic legislation in line with those commitments. So that's why we have these very onerous and essentially good environmental laws because we are trying to comply with our um, international commitments and the requirements under those international treaties. So South Africa has really, you know, been very progressive um, in, in, in so far as um, it's obligations under all international treaties. And I'll just give a quick example. Um, there's a, a case, um, uh, it's called the Earth Life uh, Africa Johannesburg versus Minister of Environmental Affairs case. In that case, the High Court halted the development of uh, a coal-fired power station um, in Limpopo. It would have been, uh, you know, a 1,200 megawatt uh, power station. But the court halted the development of that project because, um, you know, the, 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 the environmental group was saying the ESCOM had not undertaken a climate change impact assessment uh, for the development of that power station. So we do have, you know, quite, quite a good enforcement regime for environmental laws in South Africa. Mm. Ati, we leave it at that. Thank you very much uh, for spending some time for Radio Islam. We appreciate that. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, enjoy the rest of have your evening. Day.